0: Are you ready? Welcome to Radio Grognard King Size, the OSR podcast with more stuff. With your host Glenn Holstrom. Hi, and folks. Old Man Grognard here. Hope you're all doing well. It's a nice day. I uh, he did it. Well, how do you know? We'll find out in a minute. Okay. Um, Being a stage actor for, you know, on my, on my, one of my hobbies and being a gamer and a film buff has exposed me to a lot of rules about how stories are put together. And being a GM really helps with that. And there's a couple of concepts in drama in telling stories that are applicable to role-playing games. And there's a couple of uh, concepts I wanted to c- discuss today that may help the the uh, the new GM, the Virgin GM, the newbie, and maybe some of the veteran ones. But mostly this is leaned towards the people who are just getting into the hobby and things like that. But most of my stuff is. So we will talk about that now. The first concept is Chekhov's gun. And that is the philosophy of... In drama, if you have something that you point might happen in a drama, it better happen by the end of the drama. In other words, if you show a gun... This is the example. If you show a gun at the beginning of your story... It better be fired by the end of the story. In other words, it's there for a reason. You put things there for a reason. Okay, fine. Well, that relates to role-playing, like when you're coming up with an adventure or prepping or doing a module or whatever. You look at it and go, okay where what what the what are the things we're dealing with here what are what are the concepts we're dealing with what what do we got it we've got a let's say it's uh rescue the rescue the prince uh, scenario from an evil oh let's just make him an an evil fighter a mercenary fighter a very powerful mercenary fighter and you've got you've got you know, how are you are going to do it? You're going to figure out how to do it. But if you introduce something like the reason the mercenary fighter could kidnap him so easily is because he has this very powerful dimensional uh, amulet that he can just make it to put him, you know, kind of like a put a dimension in and he could walk through like a dimension door and grab him and go back and get out. Okay, fine. They, you mention that in the story. These, these, you know, the, when you, when the players do the research or the player characters do the research or they get the info from the king, his father, the king or whatever, they, you know, he mentions he has this artifact that does, you know, this thing, and that's all they know. I mean, later on you can flesh it out saying, oh, it does more than that. I mean, makes them real powerful and blah 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 blah. But the point is, this is it. Well, it better be shown being used by the end of the story. Okay, fine. No problem. You got your McGuffin You got a, a really good MacGuffin right there. Because I'm sure that king would want that. So, what do you have? You have the player characters, say four player characters. You have the king. You have the prince. You have the evil mercenary. You have the evil mercenary's troops. Now, this is important later. The troops are important. Okay because I'm, I'm getting to a point here. And so these are your players. These are the people in your drama. Okay, fine. Now, what is the problem with this? Here's the problem with this. The problem with this is there's another concept that I don't quite remember the, the, the title of it. It's, um, I think it has to do with it's... Uh, economics of character or something like that the point is that in drama in in any kind of storytelling say a movie or a tv show or stuff they will only focus on the characters that matter and so you can't you know you can't have a cast of well, you can have a cast of thousands, but they, you know, you you focus on the ones that are important to the plot. Like I said, the player characters, the king, the prince, the mercenary guy, and the troops. Okay, fine. You don't go focusing on the baker down the street for some reason because he has nothing to do with the story. Okay, fine. The problem with that is it could be really easy for the audience to figure out what's going on and if it's a mystery who done it. Best example and they do this very cleverly too. The best example I can give is the movie The Hunt for Red October. Now, the the main thing is okay, Ramius is trying to defect to the US and bring the Red October submarine with him. Okay, fine. That's the whole crux of the plot. But there is a fly in the works. There is one Person who is still loyal to Mother Russia, who is trying to stop him and things like that—you don't know who it is, okay. And this comes in later in the story, and it turns out it's the cook. I mean, he got rid of all the rest of the crew. Make he they faked that he faked that the submarine was gonna, you know, he's gonna blow the submarine up, and they were all except the cook hit. And you don't find this out until later on in the story. And Jack Ryan has to go confront him and find him. And to most people that watch it for the first time, this is going to be a well, what where did this guy come from? Well, we've never seen him around here before. Yes, you did. Actually, you did. Because very at the very beginning of the story when Ramius is talking with his CEO and the the guy who's, you know, the the guy who's working for for the Russian government, he has to end up killing because he doesn't want him to find out, blah, 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 blah. They take the body away. And for a split second, they hang just a little longer on this one guy because the kitchen is right across the way. And they just for a split second, they hang on this one guy. And that's the cook. But nobody knows that because they cut away so quickly. And in the end, when Ryan is, is confronting him in the movie, you hardly see him. You see the back of his head. You see him in the distance. You don't get to see a good, a good look at him. They even do a real close-up where he's holding these two wires, getting ready to blow up the ship. And all you see is like a Sergio Leone-type tight into his face. So you really can't... And they they you know they go out of focus, and they focus it on the hands. You can really tell them who he is. So once again... They show you that it's economics of character, and they did that on purpose so people would go, oh, he's the guy. He's the guy who's going to do this, okay? Uh, and I thought that was very clever because most dramas have that problem. So, in role-playing, see, I told you, I, I well, I didn't tell you, but I'm going to circle back on role-playing. Um in your game, you have economics of character, too. You come up with, let's say, three NPCs that are important. And, you know, like I said, you got black characters, king, prince, mercenary, and his troops. So, what I will suggest is a little something I call Chekhov plus 10%. Which means add ten percent more, 10% more NPCs. So, that would mean to me is like, if you got all these guys add one more NPC and make him just don't don't build him up. What I mean by that is you can make him not be meaningful, just like a a lackey and the mercenary's troops. Remember I said I get back to the mercenaries' troops? They can be part of them. You know you can take a, a foot soldier or another mercenary who he's working with who doesn't really trust the main guy who thinks he's you know he comes up with these plans that he doesn't think are very good and he could usurp him blah 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 but you don't you don't build on it you just like um you know you just he says uh Smith take care of this and Smith just just uh just gives him a look and walks away now if the player characters are smart they'll say oh who what's this guy look like or and because and, I'll say, I'll say, Smith, uh, take care of this one thing. And I said, Smith gives him a look. And he goes, what do you mean gives him a look? Can I make a perception role or some other role or, or whatever? I mean, you can, you could give it to him. And he says, yeah, he looks kind of resentful, you know, and that's kind of the equivalent of the cook. And so you have this nice dynamic go on. So try check off plus 10%. It wouldn't hurt and it comes in really handy. That way you can give somebody, you can give them a heads up, and if they don't catch it afterwards, they you can go, well, it was this, didn't you see the guy? Yeah, it was this guy right here. Yeah, you find, uh, what's he, what, what Smith, what's he doing here? It's like, you weren't paying attention, were you? I mean, this is not to make the players look like Idiots. It's not for them. It's not a way for for the GM to make the the play the players feel foolish or, you know, for not play. I don't like that. I don't like when GMs do that. You know, if you'd been paying attention. But if uh, well, yeah, it's blatant if it's like they're just not paying attention to the game. That's one thing. But if they're really trying. You don't do that to them, but you can point that out. But anyway, check out Plus 10%. Try it out. Anyway, I got to go start my day. So if you guys want to talk to me about this or anything else, oldmangrongnard gmail.com or drop a voicemail on Spotify for podcasters. Uh, we are monetized. So as little as 99 cents a month, you too can support this program. And I would thank you. And for single donations, my Kofi page, ko-fi.com, or my PayPal tip jar, paypal.me slash Grognard Let me thank these people who do give to me monthly. Juan Carlos Llewellyn, Gilbert Sars, and Benjamin Brodel. Thank you very much for other good podcasts. Dan Gregg's got one called the Young Y-U-N-G, Young Grognarm Podcast. Kevin at the Red Caps Podcast has one. Daniel Norton does a fine one at the Bandits Keep Podcast. Randy, of course, Randy and Joe's Biggest Geekest Podcast. Big John Allen Larges the Red Dice Diaries. And my friend Eric Tinkard's Tavern Chat. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Got questions? You got comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. Tune in next time when Radio Grognard King Size is on the air.